Hello and welcome to the Kane Violation. We're doing the Miami Heat. I hardly and sincerely dislike this franchise. Probably always will. It's really LeBron's fault. See, I became a diehard Celtics fan in 2011. And that's when the Heat kept knocking us out of the playoffs. So when LeBron left... The stink of the heat just kind of stuck. I, 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 I would never wear a heat jersey. I would never wear a D-Wade or a Chris Bosh jersey. If my future kid comes home wearing a LeBron jersey, I'd send him to his room and I'd tell him to think about what he did. So I don't like this franchise if uh, it wasn't obvious. I do like a lot of their players, though. Now, ironically, always appreciated Jimmy Butler's grit. So let me go over their salaries, and we'll take it from there. Jimmy Butler will be making $37 million next year. He's under contract until 2026 where he'll be making 52 million doll hairs in that final year of his deal. Wow. So, I mean, he's worth that money now, but will he be worth it when he's 36? Probably not. Now, I was I was one year off with Jimmy Butler. One year off from predicting his uh, his leap. Now, I very much remember him in the 2013 playoffs where he really just got a ton of playing time because there was really no one else to play. The Tom Thibodeau Bulls, they had so many injuries that year. I mean, Derrick Rose, that was the year after he tore his ACL. I don't even think he played a single game. Now, Jimmy, he... he just he looked very poised for a sophomore player. Almost, uh, almost really was his rookie season since he barely played when he came into the league. I so I picked him up for my fantasy team the next season. So this is the 2013-2014 season, and I was thinking, oh man, this guy's gonna be a star. And I'm going to find him late in the draft. So that wasn't the case, though. I had, I ended up waving him at some point. So it, it was actually the season after that was his breakout year. And uh, he really hasn't looked back since then. I like him. I don't know. I just always appreciated his work ethic. I mean, he sounds like a nightmare at times in the locker room, but on the court, he really looks like someone you'd want to go to war with, you know? So, this is just an interesting time for the franchise. It really is Jimmy or Bust for the next few years. Bam Adebayo. Now, he really is their future. For now, no way will uh, 
They look to rebuild when Jimmy declines. See, Bam will just become the number one option, most likely. So he's making 30 mil next year. He's under contract until 2026, just like Jimmy. Now, I'll never forget what this guy did to Tatum a couple years back. That block at the rim? Sometimes. Um, actually, often. Yeah, really often. Jason Tatum will just make the dumbest decisions, trying to, you know, force shots, drive into a crowded lane, you know, maybe try to slam in at the rim when, uh, you know, a defensive player of the year is close by. Anyways, this guy, he's a, he's a pest. He hustles, rebounds, blocks. Not much of a shooter, but, you know, he really seems to have a knack to, to find the ball when a rebound is uh, coming his way. He annoys me. And uh, I'm sure he will for years to come. So uh, th there's people saying that Miami should trade him when Jimmy Butler declines. Please don't do that. Keep him. He's your franchise. Kyle Lowry, making $28 million next year. 29 after that in his final year. Yikes. Now, he looked bad towards the end of the playoffs. I mean, was he injured or just old? You decide. I mean, he's certainly old. He's freaking 36. Guards tend to decline pretty hard at this age. But he's crafty, though. He's got a high IQ. It's really the only reason he was on the court. He couldn't shoot for jack squat! But he used his body to draw flops very well. The guy's a great actor. Maybe better than Marcus Smart. He's an NBA champion and... I don't think he's getting another ring unless he takes the vet minimum when he's 39. Now, even then, there's no guarantee. It's crazy how long he's been in the league. My guess is he plays till he's 40, just for his IQ alone. Up next, Duncan Robinson, highest-paid player on the team who's been in in a G League game. Holy cow, he appears to be on a bad deal now. $16 million this year, 18 the next, then 19 in the third and the fourth year of his contract. What happened? Did he wear, like, the special Calvin Coolidge? Is it Calvin Coolidge? What's Lil Bow Wow's name in Like Mike? Was he wearing those shoes like a couple years ago and then he, he just lost them recently? This guy used to be a lights-out shooter. Now the team probably wants to knock his lights out with how he's shooting them out of games. So here's the thing. He fits into the Celtics trade exception, which I think we should use. I think we should use it on him. 
we have to use it in the next 20 days or so. Otherwise, it expires. It's that Evan Fournier trade exception. It's like $17 million. So it makes perfect sense to roll the dice, get Duncan Robinson with that trade exception, and hope that he remembers how to shoot again. I mean, Brad Stevens loves these white shooters. I mean, look at our look at the team. Nick Stauskas, Sam Hauser, Peyton Pritchard. I know, I know that was a Danny Ainge pick, but still. Here's the thing. Duncan Robinson fits the mold, and I'm sure the Heat would love to get off his contract, but I guarantee Pat Riley would be too petty to trade him to us. Uh, like, imagine if Duncan really does become good again and, I don't know, wins a future playoff game against the Heat. It's possible. So I, I bet if the Heat have to trade Duncan Robinson, which I I think they're they're going to have to, they're, he's just not worth that kind of money. And they have other guys to pay. Um, if if they have to trade Duncan, they're going to trade him to the West. Robinson's also kind of old. He's 28. I mean, that's ancient. 28 years old? Ugh. He needs to retire. Kidding. I thought, he might, yeah, I thought he would be younger, though. I didn't realize he was 28. So my prediction is he gets traded before the final two years of his contract. There's no way he plays out that whole contract on the Miami Heat. Not happening. P.J. Tucker, he's been in the news recently. He'll probably be on the Sixers by the time this episode comes out. So he had a $7 million player option, which he turned down. So now he's a free agent, and apparently he's going to sign a $10 million a year deal with the Sixers to reunite with Daryl Morey and James Harden. I mean, that's just what I heard. Don't blame the messenger. Those are the murmurs going around that, the, the Sixers are going to give him a chunk of change. A pretty big chunk of change for a 37-year-old. It's really remarkable how effective he is at this age. I, th I think he'll definitely play at least 40. He's, he's, I mean, he's going to get... His next contract's going to go into his 40s. I mean, this guy was playing in Russia 10 years ago. I think it was Russia. You know... That was after flaming out in the league very early. I think he was on the Raptors early in his career. Look, never say never, guys. Never say never. Dreams come true. Dreams come true, just like they did for P.J. Tucker. Dreams come true if you learn how to play defense, you know, shoot the three, maybe team up with James Harden at some point. See, anything is possible if you're wide open in the corner every possession. Believe in yourself. Believe you can shoot a flat-footed three when your best player is being double-teamed. Inspire. Believe 
you can get the biggest contract of your life when you're 37. The only other guy who I, I think did that was Matt Barnes. Um, I think it was the final year of his career, actually. He got a one-year deal with the Kings. I actually saw him play on that team. He played with Boogie Cousins. I went to a Celtics-Kings game, and uh, I just remember uh, someone in the, the Celtics... Uh, Someone, someone in the row behind me was making fun of Matt Barnes's uh, man bun. But yeah, he got like the biggest contract of his career, and he was like nearly forty. I think actually, I think he was thirty-seven. That that uh, was like a one-year deal he got with the Kings. Then he got bought out, signed with the Warriors, and won a ring. That was that. Uh, anyways, let's move on. Tyler Hero. A bad, bad man. He's cheating on his Instagram model girlfriend. Allegedly. How the hell could you have the audacity to play in the NBA and cheat on your woman? It's unacceptable. It, it this guy's a problem cheating sex different women unacceptable he needs he needs a mentor this guy he needs lebron james lebron james would be perfect you know he's been with savannah since high school and not once has he cheated on her? Not even once. Yeah, you may think, well, you know, maybe, maybe at one point he was like, ah, you know, getting a massage. It may have had like a, a special request towards the end. Nope. Not LeBron. He's a faithful man. He's a faithful billionaire. That's right. I said billionaire. He's a billionaire now. He ain't a millionaire. Those peasants, those jesters, bow to the king, the billionaire king. But um, anyways, Tyler Hero, man, he was uh, he was pretty hurt at the end of the playoffs. Is this a franchise guy? Maybe. He he comes off the bench though. He's like a a young JJ Redick, or is he actually? Who would, who would you compare him to? Like, who's a, who's a white shooting guard that made an all-star team? Kyle Korver. God, I I would hope Hero has a better career than Korver. Although Korver was pretty good. We're moving on. Yadonis Haslam, longest tenured player in the league. Uh, he's. So, what was he? he was in the 2002 draft, didn't get drafted, played in France, then signed with the Heat in 2003. So, only other people to play in an NBA game in 2003 were LeBron and Melo. Um, can we just give Udonis Haslam a five-year contract 
so he can beat that stupid record that uh, Nat Hickey had. Nat Hickey in like 1948. It's one of the dumbest records imaginable. This guy, Nat Hickey, I, I, I think I have his name right. He coached the Providence Steamrollers. Yes, that was a real NBA team. The Providence Steamrollers. And this jokester inserts himself into a game when he's like 46 years old or something like that. So that so that made him the oldest NBA player to ever appear in a game. Now, how is that even allowed? Is it because it was 1948? Probably. It's dumb. So, I mean, Yadonis Haslam, you suck. You're on the Miami Heat. Never liked you. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that TikTok where he's like, he's oh, after game seven against the Celtics, he's heading back into the locker room like, like he, like he just blew it. Like he just blew the series. He didn't play a single minute. But, you know, he, he coached them all. He coached all the players, even though he is a player. But I, I, I want him to break the record. Just just play till year 50. It'll be hilarious. Markeith Morris. He made the minimum, the veterans minimum this year. Is he done? Is this guy okay? Why Why did he not play? In the Celtics series. You know what I realized? So last year's Heat squad had at least one player from the last three championship teams. Because Markeith Morris was on the the bubble Lakers. P.J. Tucker was on the Bucks, And Kyle Lowry was on the 2019 Raptors. Interesting. Yet they still could not beat the Celtics, who had no championship experience whatsoever. Is Morris seriously hurt? I'm. He played one game in the playoffs, and it was for like three minutes. Like, how does that happen? He's not that bad. Looking at his stats, he played at the beginning of the year, and he was pretty solid. I know he got injured throughout the year. I don't know. His, remember when he was, like, so much better than his brother earlier in his career? Now Mar Marcus is considered the better one, although Marcus is declining as well. Then again, they're, like, 33, so... That's going to happen. I think Markeith will get another opportunity. He'll probably just play with his brother on the Clippers, a.k.a. the deepest team ever next year's squad. They just signed John Wall. Good for them. Good for them. Maybe they can actually do something in the playoffs. Dwayne Dedman. How did this guy get more playing time than Morris? Why was Morris not playing small ball five? Why? 
Uh, Deadman was garbage. At least in the the Celtic series, he was horrible. Like Eric Spolstra realized like halfway through the series that he had to stop playing him. Like just completely take him out of the rotation. Uh, it's unreal that it took him that long to to figure that out. The thing about Deadman though is he's actually a solid backup big during the regular season. You know, 10 to 15 minutes a game, give Bam a little breather. And, I mean, at the same time, the Heat had a really good record this past season, and Deadman played in most of those games. So, I mean, yeah, he sucked in the Celtics series, but... He still has use, especially for the minimum. So I say bring him back and, uh, you know, just don't expect him to play um, in the playoffs. That dude's got to sit. Victor Oladipo. Victor Oladipo. I think someone is going to steal him away with the mid-level exception. He's way too good to be making the minimum. I'm surprised he signed for the minimum. That's like, ugh, that's so risky. I mean, once a player signs for the vet minimum, that's kind of who you are for the rest of your career. It's hard to go from the vet minimum back to a big salary. It just doesn't really happen. So, uh, I mean, good for him, I guess. What do, what do I mean? But I, I, I'm predicting the future here. I, I think that he's, he's not going to get the vet minimum next year. He's too good. He's too good. I think uh, I think the Clippers could use him, even though I mean they just got John Wall. But you know it's the Clippers. They're just they're the deepest team in the league, one through seventeen. Even their two-way guys could play like forty minutes a game. That's going to be next year's Clippers. Um, I mean, he'd look good coming off the Celtics bench. That's not going to happen. He'd probably be better than Schroeder, I'd imagine. I I think this is a, a Lakers roll of the dice. Yeah. I think, I think that's, that's who they spend their mid-level exception on. Because he can just start. And I don't, I don't know what they're going to do with Westbrook that... That's a toughie. I, I think they'll probably just trade him to a tanking team that has spare salaries that match him. I, although, I don't know what team that could be. Who knows? Uh, who's up next? Uh, who, oh, Gabe Vincent. I mean, he's just a good player. He's like Monte Morris, you know, just like this guy drafted late. Actually, I don't think Gabe Vincent was even drafted. He'll just randomly kill you, you know. That's just what he does. Um, you know, 
he's making pennies next year, so the Heat are gonna they're gonna have to pay him at some point. I mean, he played better than Lowry in multiple games against the Celtics. It's really all I have on him. Max Struess, Doctor Struess, aka the Good Doctor. Now this guy, this guy, and Chris Middleton just give me anxiety. Um, they just hit timely shots against the Celtics. Although, in the series that they did do that, both series, we tend to to win. 2018 Chris Middleton, that that was a scary man. He hit that deep three to tie the game. That was insane. Um, if you guys l- look up what uh, Yeah Yeah from the Sandlot, see what the actor who plays him looks like now. That guy actually looks very similar to Max Struess. I don't know why. Super random, but I always think that when I see him. I think a Yeah Yeah from the Sandlot. A grown-up Yeah Yeah from the Sandlot playing basketball instead of baseball. Who wants to play baseball? Does anyone watch baseball anymore? It used to be my favorite sport. Not anymore. I haven't been to Fenway since like 2014. Alright, let's not get too off track. Um... Uh, yeah, this guy basically stole Duncan Robinson's job, you know, by shooting better, actually playing defense. So he's under contract for one more season for pennies. They're going to have to pay him at some point. I'm telling you, the Heat must really want to get off of Duncan Robinson's salary right now. Guy who wasn't even in the rotation last year. Max Struess, as you know, I mean, this this used to be like kind of a, ooh, tough trivia question, but I mean, after like Mike Breen like said it every single game, not not just every single game, multiple times during the games of uh, the Celtics Heat series, he's like, hey, did you know that Max Struess was on the 2019 preseason Celtics roster, but they cut him for Javante Green? Did you know that? Yes, we did. You told us that the last game. We remember things. So, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? I don't know. I, how do the Heat keep doing this? They just find these guys who, you know, are are ready to start looking for jobs in Spain, basketball jobs, you know, ready to start playing with Shane Larkin. And the Heat just, I don't know, they work them hard. They teach them how to play defense. And then they become legit playoff rotation players. Now, I mean, why can't other teams teach defense? Uh, Struess, he's getting $10 million, at least. $10 million a year, his next contract. Uh, let's wrap this up here. Yeah, we'll do Omar Yutseven. He's a guy. He's a basketball player. 
He's a basketball player who would come in during garbage time and, you know, make a few shots. Now, probably not next year, but the year after that. I bet he's the backup center to Bam. He's not quite there yet, but, you know, maybe he'll get a few opportunities this year when Dwayne Deadman is stinking it up. I, I, I think he'll be an NBA rotation player someday. That's all I'm saying. All right, last guy. Let's get. Let's finish the episode. I'm tired. I'm tired, and I want to turn on the air conditioning. I can't have the air conditioning on when I'm recording. Can't do it. I do it for you guys. You, you're not going to want to hear the. That was a terrible impression of an air conditioner. The last guy is Caleb Martin. Why did Charlotte get rid of him? Why why did Michael Jordan get rid of this guy? He actually can play basketball. He's a legit playoff rotation player. And you waived him and kept his twin brother. What are you doing, MJ? I think Caleb might be better than Cody. Might, might. He's certainly done more in the playoffs than his twin has. This was another guy that gave me anxiety. You know, we'd leave him wide open thinking he can't shoot. I mean, sometimes he'd miss, but other times he'd just be completely covered, have hands in his face, and then, you know, he just casually makes a deep three. And you're like, what the hell? This guy was a two-way player months ago. And now he's beating us in the playoffs. Oh, he's actually a free agent. Uh-oh. Hey, Pat. You gotta pay another guy, Patty. Now, just just send Duncan Robinson our way and, uh, you know, call it a day. And make sure, make sure Caleb Martin gets himself a max contract. What do you say, Pat? Do it. Do it. And our movie of the week is from 1952, so not that long ago. The Black Castle. Who's in it? Boris Karloff, Lon Chaney Jr., and Richard Green. So the first hour of the movie was boring, so I didn't pay a lot of attention to it. But from what I gathered, this British guy had two friends, and they went to hang out at this castle, this black castle. Then they go missing. Then this uh, British guy's like, hey, where'd they go? So he gets on his horse carriage, because it's the 19th century. Or maybe it's the 18th century, I don't know. Either way, he gets there and plays it cool like he belongs. And secretly, the... Austrian owner of this castle, this black castle, not sure why they call it a black castle, everyone inside is white, great diversity universal, but um, this, uh, this Austrian owner of the castle is, is really out to get this British dude and his two missing friends, because years ago in Africa, 
they battled each other. I'm not even exaggerating. That is really why. So it, it, it was so horrid that the Count, he lost an eye. And he blames them for losing his eye and having to wear an eye patch. So now the Count is out to kill both the British chap and his token love interest. So like I said, the first hour I thought was super boring, like I, I mentioned. Uh, I mean, there were some cool sets, but uh, I mean, uh, finally things got going in the last 20 minutes of the movie. You see the British guy and his girl, they escaped the castle jail that was there. And uh, while they were, they almost fell into an alligator pit. Now eventually it was actually Lon Chaney Jr. that falls inside of it. He literally does a somersault down the stairs and straight into the pit. It's really the only memorable part of the movie. So then Boris Karloff, who actually as a supporting role as a doctor, and a weird doctor, he'll just show up randomly, he allows the British chap and the girl another way to escape. Because when they try escaping, they, they get caught the first time, get thrown back in jail. Boris Karloff's like, hey, I have another idea. So he gives them something to fake their own deaths and, uh, I mean, they literally have a funeral for this British dude and the girl. Everyone thinks they're dead. They're in coffins, not moving. And as soon as their coffins are getting nailed shut, about to go out to be buried, the British dude wakes up and shoots the Count in the chest. Now, I, why did they not take away his gun when he was dead? I, I don't know. I guess you tend to bury people with their guns back then. But, uh, yeah, anyway, so the uh, Austrian count dies. And, uh, you know, the hero saves the day. So, uh, yeah, I mean, whatever. This is your typical two-star Abbey rating. The sets were very cool. And I, I guess the acting was fine, but it's not really my cup of tea. I gotta say, the alligator pit was awesome. It was a creepy atmosphere at times, you know, very gothic. This was a, a universal movie, yet I, uh, I found it on YouTube for free. It's definitely uploaded from a non-copyright holder, so um, that, was, that was interesting. Uh, I mean, can, can you imagine if, if Universal, like showed an ad for, uh, like, Peacock. And the ad's like, hey, sign up for Peacock now to watch plenty of hit shows and movies. Then they show, like, a clip of, like, Steve Carroll in the office. Maybe they show Community. I think that's on Peacock as well. But then the last clip they show... Lon Chaney Jr. doing a, a somersault down a stone staircase into an alligator pit. See, if I saw that, I'd actually sign up for Peacock. Alright, well, thank you for tuning in. I want to get this out quick. Free agency has started. The Celtics now have Gallo and Malcolm Brogdon. 
So, uh, yeah, let's have a party and listen to some tunes. Happy Fourth of July, everyone. Here we go, break a day with a mad last session. Down at Brook Town, it's Black Moon and Smith and Wesson. Pick up the pace, cause we're right behind you. Black the pump, got X amount of shots. Take one to your back. Booyakah, Mr. Ripper did the shooting. Cops heard the shot, shit's hot, cause they're pursuing. But it's my stomp the ground where herds get blown down. Think of getting caught by beast, she's a damn clown. Check the drums of death as I break what's left for your face. Cause you're selling out the rap race. Your family cries as your body lies in this casket. I keep a blacksmith and wetsuit in my polo jacket. Sixteen shots for all your hard rock. And if your bitch is a dime, she can get the cock. Straight up and down with two terrible duckies. The fix to hit your pockets and I made your eyes puffy. What pussy better drop your mic and get the stepping before you face the fix with a blacksmith and wetsuit. Never dead, like I said, all we fucking do is multiply. I puff a mad bag of Buddha. Niggas be like, yo, who the short? I'm busting niggas with my six shooter. I get so much pussy, my dick be in stitches. Red bones ain't even fuck them black doodle bitches. What this little nigga is a mad stalker. Brooklyn, New York, wrap the leash around your neck and then the walk up. If you's a bigger nigga, bigger niggas get bucked. Cause I'm the buck and I don't give a fuck, my dick puke stuck. Buck is a killer, feel a nigga like Manila. I'm small but I'm strong like that fucking gorilla. A crazy ass nigga putting Brooklyn on the map. I never gave a fuck, I never give a fuck. Cause I'm all that. I take no shit, see, giving the buck fit. I even blew the bitch, cause your man tried to hit. Blow the clip, push that to the head. The nappy head drank, fuck shot it more.
soak you in my mentals. Back rub style. Buses. Yeah, yeah. Massage peppermint oil, shampoo and pears, cinnamon, aloe, natural for your hair. Soap, lavender, soap, coconut conditioning, honey lather, blood flowing, love listening, motion lotion, breeze over the ocean lovers, bath crystals, love sponge scrubbers, hot milk bath, steam shower rubbing, diesel splash, long loving in your oven, bake it off, break it off till it gets soft, passion fruit, pussycat, wanna touch it off, in and out, fragrance patience, Hershey kisses, getting stout, stress relieving, soak your feet. Air them out, brain message. Think about pink, stress relieving. No dishes in the sink. Upper, lower, left, right, neck, don't play. Back rub, cow gone, take me away. Waterfall, beam, streams, plush and lavish. Comfort me through all the damn madness. Night breeze at sea. Sipping tea, you and your queen, melodies and trees. 85 degrees, jet skis, breeze. Sprinkle water on chocolate, butterscotch flowers. Vapor action, tropical sun shower, baby powder, relax, spill for a hour, sand suntan, snuggle up snug, snowy day fireplace, oriental rug thugs, lay on the couch, pull it out, perfect balance, chemical stimuli, two totes off the chalice, complete silence. What's around us, what's the finest? Wrapped in cold sheets, vanilla apple heat. Flutes play jazz music, puffy pillow sweets. Breakfast in bed, early morning sun treats. Sunset, love boat, surprise sunrise sail. Lay on the couch while I clip your toenails. Dreams of peaches and cream steam, secret spells. Soft spoken gospel, berry white acapella. Violin, good medicine, sound swell. Sunshine life, love right, what out the hell? Taste, sugar, white storm, seasick. Slow dance drink, like nights over eat. Cabin stabbing, calm chilling, now we rolling. Company, ice cream licking, now we holding. Gentle force, warm tingle of the golden. Open loose, ice cubes, kiss your belly. Alcohol, palm trees, peanut butter, jelly. Almond twirl, fantastic melody soon. Tasty spoons, wiping you with tune. Fly wine, quiet storm, now it's high noon. Raspberry spices, cherry breath. Drink from the mountain, sip the very best. Sound of the shore, every winter is a war. Paradise life, recipe. Now poor, music nest, model, gentle mental, wash away your sorrow, fantasy island, put the message in the bottle, carry you through the threshold, do my duty, happy ending, go to rest, sleep in beauty. Yo, this is that body shop shit, love, love, slam, edible underwear, champagne, bubble bath, heavy smack on that ass like that. And these melodies. Put that gangster shit on the shelf. Fuck it, 
dark skin, stocky bill with the big gun. Six sons on the ones with the lump sums. Stick guns, get funds, make your chick run. My chick done says she like the way I told blunts. Drink liquor, write scriptures if I go fronts. Plus the way my pants hang, make her wonder how. My baggy jeans stay up, baby, I'm well endowed. See, it's ill. I know you wasn't expected now to figure up. Messing with chicks, making executive traffic get better than that. She don't care who I bone. Long as I treat her right and bring my black tone. Huh? <laughs> Look at Shorty right there, though. Hey, the name is Alvin, baby. Call me what you wanna. Nowhere near ugly, but some call me rockness monster. I'm the heathen you was warned about by your mama that I never loved you as much as I love my marijuana. Hang out from sundown to sunup, starting to turn the drama with thugs. Snake me one time, they will harm you. Still, them goody goody chicks be all attracted to my karma. Let's be friends some other time. Right now, I'm trying to get behind you. She responded, she been stopped listening to mama. Love my rugged steed, said my whole aura was the bomber. Asked to see my star cast it. Felt my six pack the next. If she could drink it through my room before I hit that. Stroll that there? Come on, man. I ain't no good girl. Stroll it, you know. Stupid. I'm a pocket. That's a good girl, boy. I know I got a good woman on my team. I used to have five chickens in a trick man crane. But the first one, the yo, she was acting whack. And the second one got this cause she was smoking smack. But the third was a her, you could tell that she's on some bull cause she flipped when she smelled my weed. But the fourth one from the PJs looked mean. Got bit the fifth chick because she couldn't clean. My question is, why do nice chicks love rugged dudes? The whole thought puzzles me. I'm just glad they do. They got their own look. I like these upside down three yo fuck. Silly whack. Tricks give up all they done. Not I. Hell nah, yo. Check my track record. Bravo. Don't need coochie shorty. Sure understand I'm, I'm too macho. They time act like saints. But they can't fool me. G. The freak come out of them at night like we Houdini. <laughs> the freak come out at night. Tell you something about freak. You know what I mean? Son. Shorty, yo. Hold up, son. I met Shorty on the app, son. Right there by White Castle. Bro, she told me I'm $40, son. Like, man, I gave her $2, right? And I said, yo, you take your hair off your joint, right? And brush your teeth first, all right? After she did that, you stupid, man. Got it, got it, yo. I want to pick up to all my black fonts ready in the house. First of all, me, Big Sexy, Alvin Dutras. My man, Sean, he a black fonts ready. My man, William H., definitely a black fonts ready. I mean, Benjamin Grimm. Black Party, get this little Black Party really on these days, you know what I mean? Black Party really there. Get the hardware, take it to the enemy. The hard heads are here, man, the artillery. Niggas go to war for the liberty. Black ops, arms, and ability. I didn't know it was confusing you shit We gotta eat, even murder needs a musical This, this, this Is it for the weak hearted? You're who the streets target With a tattle team so we hurt one Put them in the hospital, get them all together In the whole waiting room's getting magazines 
splatter dreams. Attitudes like give me money and a bag of green. I'm blowing smoke signals at an Indian broad. I told her I'm unemployed, please give me a job. It's grade A broke and grade A smoke. I'm loving it. RA rope to grade A dope to hustle it. And where we from and where P from is guaranteed. Cats in the hood is gon' fuck with it. Hardware, take it to the enemy. The hard heads all here, man. The artillery. Niggas go to war for the liberty. Black ops, arms, and ability. Question. Why you hem your jeans? Your niggas looking like Ben Vereen. Don't get rock, Paul Benjamin Grimm. Put the 9 double M on the scene. Fuck around and make your timber and swim. Drown, nigga, drown, nigga. Fucking clown, nigga. 313 in buckets to town, nigga. I'm Sean, king of the apes. You prong, king of the shrimps. Funny style, lip wristed, son of a bitch. This niggas put fingers on this trigger One or two pulls, this nigga is disfigured I'm a good father, but I really be illin' Coke 45 on my side, no Billy D. Williams Around blocks, niggas like where the work at Behind ya, right on the corner in the jaw of a minor Your whole crew is pussy and very vagina Promise to bust your snot box whenever I find ya Get the hardware, take it to the enemy, the hard